Yo, 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 yo. Your boy is back. I know y'all love that. I know y'all be loving that intro. When y'all hear that, yo, yo, I know y'all be going, ooh, we about to hear some shit. My nigga be about to cyber bully. Nah, but um, <laughs> welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. I want y'all to clap for me the same way y'all was clapping for essential workers. Because I've been essentially doing a lot out here, all right? I've been working through the whole pandemic. I've been working through black people getting shot. It's crazy out here. You know, usually I start off shows with the jokes. I mean, I, I'm still in a joking mood because, you know, that's just me. But, but I'm going to start off with a question. Y'all ever been to Target and or any store? And you have a certain amount of money. Like, say you got $100, right? And you're just like, yo, I got to go get this one important thing that you got to get out the store. You go to the store. And as you're walking through the store, you start seeing stuff in the frozen food aisle. You start seeing stuff in the electronics aisle. You start seeing stuff in the household items aisle and all this other stuff. You went there for one thing. You probably went there for Advil, right? And you get in there, you're buying things, you're distracted by this, you're distracted by that. Remember, you went for Advil. That was the main thing you went for. And then, you know, you get online, and now you got 50 things, you got cookies, a bunch of shit you didn't need. And then you leave the store, you get all the way back to your house, and you have a headache, and you're like, shit, I forgot Advil. Right? Any of that ever happened to anybody? I ask this because... It relates to my point of issues in America and distractions. Okay. It always starts off with a goal, right? The, the biggest issue in America that we're trying to tackle at the moment, okay, is the Black Lives Matter issue and police brutality. Okay. Now, that does not mean other people's lives don't matter. Okay. It doesn't mean Hispanic lives don't matter. It doesn't mean Asian lives or white lives. Okay, There are good people who come in every shade of color. So no, I'm not saying that. The reason why Black Lives Matter was the important thing is because once again, another cop on camera killed another black guy. Okay, George Floyd specifically. Okay, We all saw it. Stood on the dude's neck for like 8 minutes and 46 seconds. Okay, We're all aware of what happened at this time. I'm not going to get into a blow-by-blow description of what happened happened back in may we in july okay so that that was the issue that was a goal okay to tackle police brutality then um there was brianna taylor there was a, a bunch of other issues of cops killing unarmed black people okay um but somewhere along the lines it started the, the message is always it's misconstrued we went for advil but now we're looking at cookies okay if someone says black lives matter okay i need black people to understand that it means all black people okay you don't have to try to break it down and say black trans lives matter bro i just said black lives matter is that transsexual being black okay so they're included in black lives matter why is it always getting pulled in different directions what about the kids in cages at the border Listen, we understand that. 
We've been trying to tackle that issue for the longest. That's been going on since Obama was in office. Okay, Trump didn't start that. We've been kicking people out the country for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, it was just that. It's always another distraction. It's like, yo, can we get to the point of this? And people call me pessimistic or negative. I disagree. I believe I'm realistic. I had said back in June, I'm like, you know what I'm worried about? We got all this momentum going for the Black Lives Matter thing. But I wonder what's going to happen come July when the NBA comes back. Well, LeBron dunks a basketball, all this shit going to be over. And slowly but surely, this is what's happening. How so? Let me explain. It was like the perfect toxic storm for people to riot together. Right? So, or protest, riot, whatever you want to call it. Okay? Um... I remember I, I, me and my girlfriend, who's who's not black, she's Chinese, as I've said on this show multiple times. Um, before y'all ask, yes, I lecture her about black issues all the time, okay? She's not black, so if she's going to be around black people, she got to understand black people problems, okay? She got to understand black people business. So I explain to her all the time. Any little thing, any little misunderstanding, I'm just like, well, no, this is why. You know what I'm saying? So, trust me, I'm not on some sellout shit where I'm just like, oh, well, you know, not my problem. Nah, she got to know. But we ended up going to a protest, right? And I'm there marching, no justice, no peace, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, fuck the NYPD. Now, let me not say fuck the NYPD. I'll explain later. But I was there protesting in unison because i i am a black man that george floyd could have been me i the the funny thing about all of this is is to see how many people are no longer cool with each other because of this one incident and it brought out the truth in a lot of people a lot of people were just like yeah well if he complied this would have never happened bro i'll get to that later but um so yeah i'm at the protests and in the middle of me screaming and yelling, and fist pumping. I look to my left, look to my right, front and back, and this is coming down Flatbush Avenue. So the protest went from Prospect Park all the way down to the Barclays Center. The whole Atlantic Avenue was people. You know, we're talking thousands of people. I'm there, and I was just like, this don't make no fucking sense. How is this legal for this many thousands of people to be in close proximity to one another, right? But we can't go to a sporting event. Like, what's the difference? I can't go see. I could stand and scream next to a person for however long, right? Protests could last hour, two hours, about the same length of a basketball game, give or take. But I can't go to the stadium, which is outdoors also. Whatever, you know, cool. Um, So I look around and I'm just like, yo, it's mad white people. <laughs> and my first instinct was, cool they finally get it but then my other instinct was just like yeah i wonder how many of them would be here for baseball games going on right now like like i re- there's no yankee game going on there's no mets game going on there's no nba going on there's no soccer going on there's literally nothing else to do motherfuckers is out of work they have been bored in their house for months they just needed one thing to unite together and argue but see now that 
these quarantine sanctions are slowly being lifted. The protests are non-existent. Internet, there's no more hashtag Black Lives Matter going on. People are, you know, I'm seeing videos of people going to the club. I'm seeing, I thought we was um, boycotting 4th of July. I saw y'all out here eating glizzies. Yo, when the fuck did glizzy become hot dog? Like, what the fuck? Because y'all favorite rapper Pop Smoke, R.I.P. to the legend, okay? Y'all favorite rapper Pop Smoke. I remember him saying in the bar, if you need a glizzy, you could take mine. Like, he was not talking about a hot dog or a dick. He was talking about a gun, right? So where I'm from, Brooklyn, glizzy mean gun. You young, I don't know what y'all, what type of time y'all on, but glizzy mean gun, all right? We, we got to stop calling hot dogs glizzies. That's, that's weird. But yeah, y'all was drinking Coronas and popping bottles and fireworks, just like every other patriot in this country. So I thought we was, I thought we was boycotting that and celebrating Juneteenth. What happened to that? I ain't seen a George Floyd T-shirt since they announced the the date that the NBA was coming back. I'm like, it ain't this a bitch. We always find a way to get distracted, just like when you go to the store. It was Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. Now we're talking about Jada Pinkett and Will Smith and her fucking August Alcina and all this weird shit. Yo, it's fucking weird. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. Why are we so caught up in these people's marriage? They're not paying my bills, not paying your bills. They're not paying lawyer fees for any defendants that were wrongfully arrested by cops. So why the fuck do I care about what these people are going through? Their kids are black, but they're rich, so they don't go through the same trauma and misunderstandings that we got to face. Give a fuck about them having weird marital affairs and all this goofy shit. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Bring Dr. Umar Johnson on your red table talk, all right? Do it for the culture. We out here discussing goofy shit and Willow, bald head ass, and Jaden just as gleeful as that. Like, I don't care about none of this shit. We need to get back to the issue. <laughs> and the issue is police brutality in America. Like, this has been going on for far too fucking long. Like, how many years? And then, the, yo, the crazy part is, right? Crazy part is, I I'm glad certain people are really starting to say, I right, maybe it is an issue. You know what I mean? But still, my theory is people were just bored. That's the only reason why people gave a fuck. Because when Eric Garner got choked out, on television, on camera, the world didn't fucking stop. Because we, all right, LeBron wore I Can't Breathe t-shirt, but the NBA was still on. We still had games to go to. We still was able to go to work. Still was able to go to the restaurants. So it was like, yeah, that's crazy, but we not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, George Floyd, the crazy thing is, and Eric Garner, this shit happened in New York. We wilding more for George Floyd that happened in Minnesota than we did for Eric Garner, and that shit was in our backyard. So I'm just saying, it's, I, my theory is motherfuckers is just bored. Just sitting in the crib like, ain't shit else to do. Fuck it, let's go blow up a motherfucking um, police station or a footlocker or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, what are we doing? Do we really care or are we just bored? Pop Smoke album came out. Yo, we was just talking like, Yo, the black man got to stick together. The black dollar, the black house, the black this, and blah, blah, blah. Fuck Trump. We need black banks. Pop Smoke put that album out. He was like, yo, fuck a op. Yo, 
if all you gangster motherfuckers replace op with cop, we probably get a lot more accomplished. Because on one hand, I understand whenever people are in close proximity to each other, the crime is going to be committed by people who look like you. I get that. Like in all white neighborhoods where there's crime, it's white people. In Chinatown, when two Chinese people are beefing, it's Chinese people. In the Heights, when there's two Dominicans beefing, it's Dominicans beefing. Why is it that black people are the only ones that get labeled black on black crime? I don't understand. Anywho, um, we were just talking to shit old Juneteenth and da 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 and da 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 da. And yo, fast forward to people being able to go outside, motherfuckers is getting shot out here in New York. Crime, is, crime as a whole is down. But shootings are up like 200%. Like, what the fuck? East New York motherfuckers wildin'. Harlem motherfuckers wildin'. Bronx motherfuckers are wildin'. But we was just singing Kumbaya and We All the World and Black Man this five minutes ago. I always ask this question. When people scream Black Lives Matter, I always say one question. To who? I'm not saying black people killing one another mean, excuses cops doing it. I'm not saying that because cops are to be held to a higher standard. I have a theory on how to deal with cops, right? To me, my whole concept on changing society is money. Alright? People always say, well, Martin Luther King didn't have money. Yeah, that's why Martin Luther King and Malcolm X got shot, and this is why we're still having the same arguments from the 60s, because we didn't have the funding to make the impact. Okay, cool, we can ride the bus now, and Black kids could go to white colleges, which technically kind of destroyed the black economy and black colleges because we lost all our best athletes to racist white schools. You know, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, money, 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 the ching ching, the bling bling. That makes impact. My thought is, my theory, right? This is my suggestion. Anytime a cop kills anyone okay whether it was lawfully or unlawfully and it has to go to a trial or any type of court briefing or hearing anything right the precinct that that cop is from the money has to pay for the funeral and the lawyer fees through the pension of those officers i guarantee you you start taking motherfuckers pensions watch how chill they are with shooting people Okay, so many times they just shoot first because they know, I right, well, the city backs his department, they got our back, and da, 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 da. Nah, if you kill somebody, right, it comes out of your pension. I guarantee you, they'll think twice. Guarantee you. You know how much a funeral costs? And it should be like one of them top of the line funerals. I'm just gonna run you like 20 bands. Funeral make a lot of money. Up shit. I'm going to open a funeral parlor. I'm going to open one, right? And my slogan going to be, everyone's dying to get here. I'm going to make bread. Watch, watch, watch. Don't, don't sweat me when I'm a millionaire. With me no, let me stop playing. But real talk, though. Funerals are like 20 bands. Lawyer fees. I've seen some of these lawyer fees. It's like $50,000, $60,000. You're talking $80,000 in total that just came out of dude's pensions. You know what I'm saying? I guarantee you. You kill about five, six people, they're going to be like, yo, hold up. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Kill five people. What's that? Eight, that's what's the, like, what, $400,000 you got to pay? 
out of out of that pension from that precinct, they not hearing it. They not hearing it. Yo, I'm telling you, money. And I don't understand how in 2020 we still gotta explain to people racist shit. Like they're like, I just don't see how it's racist. Like, what are you talking about? Like, racism, bro. I don't see it. Like, r- really? You know what? Why would you see it? Because that's normal to you. You think that's accepted. Okay. I don't understand how people could see the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, motherfucking uh, aliens, Pluto, and all this other type of shit, but you can't see racism right in front of you. Like, what are we saying? What are we talking about? I saw the Loch Ness Monster. I saw Bigfoot walking through. I can see ghosts. I'm psychic. I have tarot cards. Like, people got all these special powers and can see all this goofy shit, but can't see how there's systemic racism and oppression. Yo, yeah, well, not for nothing. Fuck school. <laughs> like, fuck school. You know why I hated school? I don't, I don't want to say I hated it, but... I didn't like school because I peeped the bullshit from day one. From day one. Now, for people who don't know my ethnic background, right? I just tell people I'm black, okay? But on my grandmother's side, there's white people and Native American, okay? Um, I have an uncle who's married to a white woman. My sister's father's Panamanian. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on in my family tree. So I was exposed to multiple ethnicities from jump. I bring up the Native American part because I was fascinated with that. So as a kid, I was taught my, my pop, my pops was like a historical genius. Right, this dude used to just re- read history books for no apparent reason, watch documentaries all day. He had me watching Farrakhan speeches at like four years old. Like I wanted to watch cartoons. He's like, nah, sit down. Like, you know what I mean? So he put me on early. So when I heard, you know, Native Americans existing and all of that. So I was a kid when they told me that Christopher Columbus discovered America from out the gate. I'm like, oh, this is bullshit because my pops just told me, you know what I'm saying? Like, he wouldn't lie to me. And here's why black kids often struggle in school. Now let me explain. School is essentially white people flexing on you for eight hours. Think about that, right? You come to school, you take math or science, and they tell you about all these great mathematicians and scientists from Europe, white guys, right? Then you go to your English and literature classes, and you sit there and you read books written by white guys, and these are great works of literature. If you sit back and you have a film class, they show you all these movies by white people, okay, and white directors and white actors. And then they, you know, it's crazy too how they flip the wording, right? Godfather is a movie about like a, a mafia family and all of that. It's a trilogy. And The Godfather is seen as one of the greatest films of all time. It's just a gangster movie, okay? It's a gangster flick. Paid in Full is one of my favorite movies of all time. That's not winning no Academy Awards. As great as that movie was. They look at that like, ah, it's just niggas in Harlem selling drugs. The fuck is the difference? Anyway, so 
Then, their favorite lesson, history, where they tell you how white people conquered the world. Your entire life. Yo, from kindergarten to high school in history, all I heard was white people winning. White people took this country, that country, and then they brag about how gangster they are. Oh, the sun never sets on the British Empire. Like, they tell, oh, imperialism. Like, what the fuck? Then they talk about Hitler taking over shit, Alexander the Great, and like, yo, these motherfuckers was murderers. But then they look at you, black kids, as dangerous. But they give you a whole textbook of white men wildin', right? And they tell you that's great, and they glorify them. But if I picked up a gun right now and started going to other neighborhoods and just wiping motherfuckers out, they got a place for me. It's called prison. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you white back in the day and you did it, ah, you get idolized. You feel me? And then they wonder why black kids don't want to sit down and hear that shit for seven hours a day. Like, get the fuck out of here. I got some white lady sitting there telling me how great her ancestors were and how they beat the fuck out of me and no one apologizes for it. Yeah, my ancestors killed your ancestors and took all your science and all this other stuff and we call it ours now. Like, and I'm supposed to just sit here and clap for you? Like, no, what the fuck? Like, you lucky I don't slap the shit out you, bitch. Y'all got statues up about how y'all rape black people and Native Americans, and y'all don't understand how that's racist? Like, my, my man, shout out to my man Ox. He posted this shit earlier. He was like, yo, white privilege is this. A fictional character, Rocky Balboa, has a statue in Philly, but the real-life boxers from Philly like Joe Frazier and Bernard Hopkins, do not have a statue. And these are real-life champions. Rocky Balboa is not even real. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about that. The motherfucker's real name is Sylvester Stallone. Son ain't no boxer. He ain't put in no work. He ain't giving back to Philly in the inner city and helping kids out, but this motherfucker got a statue? What the fuck? How AI don't have a statue? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy out here. Meek Mill need a statue if that's the case. Bugging out. And then they wonder why black kids enjoy gym so much. Because that's the only time we see black men bust white dudes ass. It's like, okay, I just saw LeBron dunk on it, dunk on this motherfucker. I saw Blake Griffin dunk on this motherfucker. I'm going to play ball. You don't think that's programming? The only time they show you a black man winning is in sports. In school anyway. Academically and conquering countries and all this other shit, they make it seem like white men are the best. And then they try to be slick, right? They hit you with the, oh, we offer a foreign language, right? But then all the foreign language classes are European languages. You know what languages I was offered? Spanish, French, and Italian. You mean to tell me all the Africans that come here that are teachers and all this shit, we got mad Africans on Canal Street selling me fake Rolexes and pocketbooks and shit. We got Africans who were just doing good in life in general. Africans from that, 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 that cover the full spectrum of society. Not one of these dudes is qualified to teach a Swahili class in the school. How's that possible? How's that possible? That, that's what gets me tight about school. So, this is just a racist system. <laughs> like, it's like, yo, we're going to tell you we're better than you. And you're going to learn our language. Like, well, what the fuck? Only thing I learned about black people in school 
right? Until I got to go, like, luckily, I was one of those people that just read books and did my own research and did my Googles, okay? Only thing they teach you in from kindergarten to 12th grade about black people was, y'all niggas was slaves, y'all niggas got beat, we killed Martin Luther King, and Blackie Robinson ruined baseball. <laughs> like, these are the things they teach you, and the only month that we acknowledge you is February. After that, we don't want to hear shit about none of you niggas. Shut the fuck up. And how fucked up is Black History Month in school, right? It's already the shortest month of the year, right? Give a nigga 28 days, okay? Then you add up four weeks, four weekends, right? So that's eight days, so that's 20. Then in the middle of the motherfucking month, you get midwinter recess to celebrate President's Day George Washington's birthday and all this other goofy shit. So it's another week off from school. So 20 minus 7, that's what, 13? So we technically spend 13 days in school learning about black people, and that's it. After that, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Next time we hear about y'all, y'all niggas is getting beat on your back. Slavery, pick that cotton, shut up. Like, that's it. How we didn't learn about Mansa Musa in, in, in high school? How? or the Moors, or anything that predates slavery. The only thing that they kind of focus on is Egypt and BC, and they kind of brush over that. Because then they're like, oh, we can't bring up biblical things in schools against the religion. So it's like, all right, whatever. But then they'll tell you about Siddhartha. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And Vishnu and Hindu gods, right? But they can't bring up religion in school, but they'll tell you about that. But Egypt is like, eh, you know, Moses may have been there. Jesus may have been in that vicinity. So we don't discuss that. And then they tell you that Egyptians was light skinned. How are you going to be in the desert? <laughs> Whatever, bro. <laughs> like, like I said, school's bullshit. I, it's just white people flexing on you. And now, no, by no means, I have no issue with white people. I don't have issues with anybody. But people, please understand this is what we're talking about, about racist bullshit. Okay? Racist bullshit. I had a whole segment on here before about Helen Keller. Why the fuck do we even know she exists? You didn't tell me this bitch was going, oh, 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 for whatever the fuck ever, and you telling me she giving speeches and all this silly stuff? Like, come on, yo. That's how you know it's bullshit. They just put anything in the history book and make us learn it. Why the fuck are we learning about Helen Keller? Oh, but she helped establish sign language in school for the blind. And yet, I wasn't offered sign language as a, a foreign language to learn or American sign language. I wasn't offered that. I wasn't given that as a choice. And then when we did study, like, art and music and all this other stuff, we just studied white people. Like Bach and the Renaissance era, the Baroque era and all this other. Like, come on, man. I can't learn about no Miles Davis. Like the fuck going on out here? Can't learn no Ray Charles, no gospel chords. I got all all we can learn in music class is classical music. All we can learn in art class is European paintings about naked fat white bitches laying around. Like what are we saying? Like you know what I mean? Like this is dumb. This is dumb. You need to reboot this whole system from the education to the policing. All of this shit is retarded. Y'all stay looking at the black man as dangerous. <laughs> like, like, historically speaking, we only bother each other. We don't be fucking with white people. Like, most people, that, white people that get robbed because they're walking through a black neighborhood. And even then, we're just like, nah, I ain't fucking with them. The cops will actually show up for that. 
know what I'm saying? I'm not got time for that. It's the weirdest year ever. Like Netflix has put out countless documentaries on weird ass white guys. The Tiger King, Epstein, Aaron Hernandez was half white. Motherfuckers out here wildin'. Wildin'. Epstein had a whole sex ring of teenage girls squeezing his nipples and sex islands and all this goofy shit and your favorite politicians go there. Mad rapey ass politicians. The whole Catholic church raping little boys. Anthony Weiner was doing the most. We got white athletes harassing bitches and all this other goofy shit. And still, the cops see us as a threat. The cops don't want black boys dating their little precious white daughter. But the, the real predators are these old creepy ass white dudes. Like, go arrest them motherfuckers. Why are you sweating me? You feel me? I don't understand. It don't make no sense. Just tired, man. Like, every week for like the month of May and June, it was just like another black person get killed by cops. Like, it was a fucking Netflix special. It's like, bro, you know, I'm tired of seeing this shit. It's like, okay, yeah, but we're documenting what's going on. But you're not doing anything. I, like before in the 60s, it was kind of hearsay. There was no cameras, no Facebook, none of that. So it was, yo, speaking of the 60s, people are getting lynched now. And now that, oh, it's, it was a suicide. Like, come on, bro. That was a suicide like Jeffrey Epstein was a suicide. Like, come on, like, we're not stupid. Come on, man. America, bro. I say all that to say I'm not moving. So, <laughs> nah, but, yo, speaking of America, speaking of America, I know this is fake. I know this is fake. But fuck Captain America, right? <laughs> Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. All right. Captain America was a white dude from Brooklyn who was a Dodgers fan, right? So I started doing my Googles and checking shits, getting my facts right. According to Marvel, he was frozen in 1945. He spent 66 years frozen. So my man missed the entire civil rights movement. I say this because Jackie Robinson didn't come into the league until 1947, which means Cat was around for the segregated baseball era. Okay, so he was around when the Negro Leagues was out. Niggas was not supposed to be playing with white people. <laughs> and he went to Dodgers game, so he was under that belief. I don't care what you say. So imagine he comes out of his frozen chamber, and his first request is, ah, yes, let's go see the Dodgers over at Ebbets Field. Could you imagine his reaction when he realizes that Ebbets Field is no longer there and it's now a project full of gang members? He's <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Right? And then they'd be like, uh, uh, Cap, the Dodgers moved to LA, you know? Yeah, can you imagine being a guy that has to break it to him? Like, you gotta tell a super soldier, uh, yeah, dude, um, yeah, niggas is, niggas live here now, you know? <laughs> what do you mean? Niggas? Like, I'm sure Captain America's used that word at least once. At least once, or Negro. Alright? Come on now, who we fooling? It was the 40s when my man, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, they moved to L.A. So he's like, all right, let's go to Los Angeles and watch a game. So imagine when he gets there. 
and he sees fucking Mookie Betts run across the field, and he's just like, "Ah, niggers on the field!" <laughs> and everyone's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't, can't say that. What the fuck is wrong with you?" He see, he's never seen black dudes play ball with white people. I know son racist. I know he is. That's why he got Falcon as his fucking sidekick. To say, yeah, I have a black friend. <laughs> like that That's classic, I have a black friend syndrome. I get a black sidekick, so no one thinks I'm a racist. Aha. I'm like, he ain't never have no black pussy. Son racist. You know what I mean? Could you imagine how he... Like, just imagine. It would be like that Skit and Chappelle show when he pulled off his clan hoodie and the fucking white people realized that he was black the whole time and their heads exploded. That's what his face would look like if he saw black players on that field. Like, oh my God. At least Babe Ruth is still the home run king. Ah, yeah, Steve, about that. This guy named Barry. You know, like... He'd fucking lose his mind. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But look into it. You know what I mean? Yo, I hit that point where it's time to give out my supreme dickhead. And my supreme dickhead goes out to all the non-essential workers that sat at home and made $900 a week off unemployment. All right? Now, hear me out. Shout out to y'all for finessing the system, make that bread. Clap it up. I'm all for people making that paper, right? I want to see all my people win. But that's where it stops. Because I can't comprehend for the life of me how y'all sat back, made $900 a week, ain't have to do shit, sat on your lazy... Half of y'all ain't even shower every day. You sat on your lazy, ashy asses. Man, 900 a week, right? You got a stimulus check, your tax money, and now one of you motherfuckers opened a business. Now, if we do some quick math, right? Let's just say April, May, June, y'all was home. That's 12 weeks, okay? 900 a week. All right, let's just say round it up to 1,000. 1,000 a week, give or take, right? So that's 12 bands right there. Stimulus, that's 3200 or whatever you got back in taxes, right? So let's just say within the last three months, you know, you made about 15 bands. This is going to blow your mind. You know how much it costs to buy into a subway, like the subway restaurants? $15,000. So you mean tell me y'all had nothing but free time for three months, and the only thing you motherfuckers accomplished is getting some shit done in Call of Duty like I give you a break for the first month because it's like uh, you know people sick people are depressed it caught everyone out of left field there's nothing to do you're bored but y'all didn't do nothing creative y'all didn't write a book a poem a song draw a picture paint some push ups y'all really just sat back got fat Watch Netflix and did nothing. Okay. That, that's crazy because hell. Cause in the same time I had work and got a ton of shit done. Right? I still had to go 
divulge eight to ten hours a day of my life at work and then figure out the rest of the stuff. And I still managed to create a bunch of things. I'm not going to get into it because I'm not into telling people about what I did. I'm into showing people what I did. Okay, so you'll see it when it's ready. But y'all really just sat back and just was on Facebook all day and watched everything on Netflix. Y'all rappers ain't put on no hot music. I understand y'all niggas be in the studio every day. And I, I, ain't, I ain't hear shit. Only rapper I heard, yo, it's crazy how a dead rapper and a rapper who snitched on everybody and can't even leave the house ha- have the, the hottest shit out. 6ix9ine can't even leave the house, bro. 6ix9ine can't leave. Son getting videos done, bitches, models, bottles, cars. Son can't leave the house. Tolling everybody, but still going number one on Billboard, still breaking the internet. Pop Smoke, rest in peace, is dead. Album went number one. How you let a dead guy and the guy who can't leave the house outshine all of y'all? This is crazy. This goes to show, like, everyone who sat back and did nothing, and I don't mean this in no nice way either. I don't care what color y'all. Y'all some niggas. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't care if you black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Indian, fat, black, short, in between. Y'all some dirty niggas, bro, because y'all did nothing. All that bread, you, you got nowhere to go. You might as well open up an LLC and start something. How many times I come on here and be telling people, yo, get some stocks, get some stocks. Yo, Peloton, when the pandemic started, Peloton stock was like $25. Now the shit is like 60 some dollars per share. The shit tripled in its price. Uncle Brandon be trying to tell y'all, I be giving y'all gems on here, but y'all be listening until it's too late. Tried to tell y'all. You, I, I don't know what people accomplished during this pandemic did or didn't accomplish, but use this as a wake-up call. If you if you were out of work and couldn't go to work and made no money, realize that you probably should change your career because your, your job don't need you. The world don't need you. You should probably rethink about what you're doing. Now, if you made a bunch of money and got unemployment and you accomplished nothing... That's really you. You're lazy. And you need to think about why you are that way. Telling you, man, now it's time to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. It's easy to be great in this era because everyone is so weak. Think about it. Like I always say on this goddamn podcast, stay black, y'all. Peace.